Cause you tune into the the podcast with friend and flow. Did I shut it? Nah, friend, I don't think so. Welcome back to the Did I Shut It podcast. I'm Flo and I'm Friend, and we're back with, with another, another dope podcast. podcast. Yo, so what's up, man? How's your week? What's you know up? we gotta start out talking about the weeks, man. You know it's that it's that nine to five, bro. It's that nine to five. <laughs> it's that nine That's to what five, it is. It's yeah. that nine to five. Now, for real, what was your week like? Bro, it was pretty good, man. Um, You know, same work. You know, like I said, the nine to five. Um, something that did happen interesting. I haven't had McDonald's in a while, bro. Well, I have had McDonald's in a while, but I haven't had McDonald's Sprite in a while. And I, oh, what, really? and I, I saw like something on TikTok like, oh, you remember when a McDonald's Sprite was slapping this and that? So I was like... You know what? I actually don't remember because I don't be ordering Sprite <laughs> from there. So I ordered Sprite from there, a large one, and I drink it. I'm like, ooh, man. It, you feel it in your lungs, bro. Something about ooh. the McDonald's Sprite, I don't know what it is. It's their machine or something. Ooh. It, 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 it like, I don't know. It's really good, man. Do you remember when, so I always said, talk about Sprite. Mm-hmm. I always said that Sprite is kind of like hard liquor. Like when it when oh, it goes yeah, down, you yeah. know, it's like uh, it hurts your it hurts your throat and stuff. Yeah, it like burns a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> but I gotta I gotta say though, do you remember at McDonald's, right? I gotta bring back you're bringing back memories, man. When they had like the high C, but like the orange one. Oh yeah, they don't have that no more. I don't think so. Nah, is it the? I don't know. I think it's the orange one. Yeah, it's the orange one. And the high C is like mm-hmm. it's like the orange the yeah. orange drink. Yeah. You know the thing about that one though, I remember it vividly. Like now that you're talking about it, I remember the taste and everything. For some reason, it was never that cold, so you had to always put ice in it. Really? If you don't put ice in it, it's gonna be kind of like dry. So mm. you got you got to put you got to put ice in it, and then it'll be like really good. For and really? sometimes I mix the high C with the sprite, mm-hmm. like as a kid, and then yeah. it'll, I'll be like. Ah, yo, it's so good. Dang, so funny thing though, I don't yeah. like really get, most of the time I don't get ice in my drinks when I go like, you know, to oh, like found drinks. Because you want to make sure you're getting the full price, what you're well, getting for. not only that, but I ain't trying to like gross you out or nothing, but I seen this like, of course you don't be on TikTok too, but oh, I, I've no. been knowing this though, yeah. about how there's people that go and like actually service these ice machines or they, you know, they got to clean them out Yeah, and it's so dirty, man. For real? Yeah. Like in the ice machines, is dirty. like, just look it up. Just look it up. No, man. no, no. I'm not yeah, going to, bro. And Cause I, I need ice. Get, like, you won't get no ice. <laughs> but then again, maybe that's what the, what, well, that, <laughs> maybe that's what adds the flavor, bro. As if like, oh, yeah. all the crust. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit of crust, a <laughs> little bit of McDonald's crust. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. But it just that's bringing back memories, man. Yeah, man. So I had that, you know, the McDonald's Sprite, and it really like brought back a lot of memory. And not not only that, it was really good, man. If y'all are out right now driving, go get some McDonald's Sprite real quick. Don't even buy anything. Just get the McDonald's Sprite. Just don't get the ice though. <laughs> nah, get some ice. You need it cold, yo. Just don't don't watch the video so you don't get triggered. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. But, bro, today, this morning, I'm like, okay, I'm, my hair, like, you know, whenever, you, so in the military, you got to wear your PC outside, you know, yeah. your patrol cap. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, like, when your hair is getting a little wolf, like, you got to, like, it, it starts puffing out. Yeah. It starts puffing out the hat. Dude, I had a full puffy this morning, bro. Dang. I had that puff puff, bro. And I was like, I was like, yo, this is, this looks, this looks like trash. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a haircut before work. You know, I'm going to look nice. I said, take half an inch off the top, bro. <laughs> As y'all can see, they left half an inch on the top. <laughs> yo, I was like, what the heck, yo? Like, look at this. It's peach fuzz now, man. God, I used dang. to be able to swoop my stuff back, bro. Now it's peach fuzz. Look. <laughs> man, I, I, yeah, I was so mad. I, you know, and I saw her cutting it. So I saw she messed up. The- she messed up my cut. She 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 was going really fast like she was trying to like finish yeah but I guess she got a little ahead of herself because I saw like you know whenever they they cut it and they they cut into your fade a little bit yeah and then it's like it's like kind of like patchy yeah she did some patchwork bro and I was like oh, oh no. man you got the back to school haircut yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo and she she pushed me back bro this is not a medium fade this is a high fade bro she Damn. pushed me back a little bit I was like oh, where'd you go dude. where'd you go to get your haircut? uh the B gate. Oh. B gay, but B gay is good sometimes, yo. B gay be good, but yeah, man, that's crazy, it, it, bro. It is I crazy, mean, bro. That man, that's funny. 
I definitely noticed, like, I seen your hair and, like, you got the haircut. And I was like, yo, it looks a little shorter today, man. Like, what happened? Lot, it's like, nice cut, G. Some people are saying it looks nice. Like, people are saying it looks nice. It's mm-hmm. not, no, like, like, it, it looks though. good. But for me, this is, it's not my style, you know. I like yeah. to have it long, bro. I like to, like, be able to, mm-hmm. like, do a little mid-part. Mm-hmm. On the weekends, you know, it's look professional though, bro. Like, it does look professional though. You about to go to job interview, go to corporate, man. <laughs> I'm about to go. Uh, no, this is like the McDonald's interview cut. Yo. <laughs> I'm not trying to joke on anybody that work at McDonald's, nah, though. Nah, but nah. it's just like this is what you this you're like. Oh, I want that fresh cut. You know, <laughs> it's like you, you, you're a cholo trying to go out on the on on an interview and yeah. you get that fresh cut, you get that fresh fade. Oh man. yeah, but she skinned it for real, man. She put nah. um, she she put the. Like what do you call it? the little razor? Like the one that, yeah. that we use on our beers. Mm-hmm. But she put that one, and it, it feels like very smooth. Bro, I don't nice know how man. I feel about that. It looks good though, bro. Yeah, she's really nice. She's alright. Looks nice, bro, man. My week, bro, crazy, man. Mm-hmm. So, man, my job acting crazy, mm-hmm. acting crazy. But you know, it's cool. You know, nine to five. You know what it is. But you know, I commute to work though, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I commute the drives about like thirty five. You know, mm. 45 with traffic. Yeah. There's accidents. It's like an hour. But you know what I mean? But yeah. that's rarely, though. Usually it's about 35, 40 minutes. But, you know, like, I enjoy driving. So, like, even though there's, like, you know, there's crazy things, you know, going on, you know, work maybe, like, work stress, you know, but not stress where it's like, hey, I want to leave. But just, you know, every, there's stress everywhere, you know, any job. Yeah. Um, but... Like, I enjoy driving, man. Like, I enjoy going out and, like, the commute. People ask me, like, why are you, like, you know, commute and everything? Like, why don't you just move closer over here and all this stuff? But, like, being away, to me, it allows me to drive and, like, you're kind of, like, escaping. You mm. know what I mean? And you're escaping. And, like, the, the driving, when you see, like, you know, you're driving on, like, 295. Mm. And then you see, like, the trees, man. Because, you know, it's two lanes. And then there's, like, a gap. And then on the other side, it's the other two lanes. Yeah. You know? And then sometimes it's just trees on both sides of you when you're driving. And it's just, like, beautiful, man. Especially during, like, when the trees start to turn. You know, when it comes, like, during the fall time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 first of all, what are you talking yeah, about? Like, yo. Like, like when, when they turn colors. Oh, when you're about to say, <laughs> when you're about to say it escapes, yo. Wait, you feel like you're escaping, bro? Sometimes I feel like I'm escaping this sleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm escaping to sleep, bro. And the trees start turning. <laughs> the trees start turning, bro. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yo, I'm, so, I'm about to slump, bro. <laughs> I'm oh, about my. to straight slump, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have opposite feelings about that, bro. Yo, that's funny, bro. Man, but it, it's... <laughs> I'm dead. I yeah. definitely, you know, that's funny, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Your sound knows. <laughs> but yo, Dude. but man, the drive though. You Wait, know, but you don't get tired at all, like when you're driving at all, like. Um, I really don't get nah, bro. Like sometimes I'll be tired. Honestly, it's hard though sometimes. But I'm not tired, like you know, because honestly, during my lunch, I just yeah. go take a nap. If it's like nights like this or something, where we're like. You know, uh, recording late, you know, and all that stuff. And then we got to, like, you know, I got to wake up oh, early to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Ooh. so then I'll be like, yo, my, you know, lunch is like an hour and a half or some stuff like yeah. that or whatever. So you too, you're too, you too busy to be tired. Like, you're thinking about the next thing you got to do. Yeah, bro. You know, like, you, yeah. But no, like, the, the drive, you know, it like, after doing it so long, it's not that long for real, you know? Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, I think the times I do get tired is when I have to take these late, like, these flights. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you coming, be flying a lot, man. Yeah. You so, be flying a lot for work. Yeah, um, just for every, anything in, in general. And, like, you know, when I'm coming back. And I'm oh, like, yeah, you be flying for anything. I got to, <laughs> you know. Yo, you, just, you, you, fly more than, <laughs> you fly more than Madonna, bro. <laughs> you be flying a lot, bro. I'm dead. I'm like Beyonce, bro. Nah, but, um, yeah, nah, I mean, I really don't get tired for real. You know, I don't really? have time to think about it. You know, you, you gotta you, be busy. So you know, so have you ever like been driving and then you just like you just feel that like wave, bro? Oh, like if I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah. You just um, wave, maybe like on, on like nah, cause that. on road trips or something like that, or if I'm doing that, mm-hmm. bro, I honestly would just take a nap in my car before oh, I leave. Oh, okay. So yeah, you just stop. I would not drive tired. Oh, really? I would not drive tired, bro. Like, so if I'm tired, I will yeah. go pull over. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's smart. And or just smart. like take a little nap, and then I'll head out. Nap, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, I, when I'm being a little nap, like 20 minutes, 30 20 minutes, minutes or something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Get a little reboot. Cause sometimes like, bro, you know how it is. Like you, you, we'll get like four, 
you know, three hours of sleep sometimes just yeah. working on all these everything that we're doing yeah, and then we got still gotta go to this nine to five sometimes on those long drives though man i'd be like slapping myself in the face bro yeah i'd be getting, getting the windows i'd be getting dumb bro i'd be like slapping myself you know like yo come on wake up wake up because yeah. like it, it's um yeah that, I, that yeah i just feel like if i drive so i don't have a problem driving at night at night yeah. i'm the best driver bro oh really well i'm actually a bad driver in general <laughs> but, but, but you're better at night yeah but at, at night though like i don't be getting tired at all like I'm I'm like a really good like night owl, bro. Like yeah. I don't be I don't be like getting tired like that. But like in the morning, bro. Mm -hmm. For some reason in the morning, I just get so tired, bro. Especially mm -hmm. if it's early like four o'clock a.m. and I'm right I'm driving like an hour, bro. Yeah. I just get so tired. I'm like, yo, I need I need that that eight, bro. Yeah. I need that eight or six hours of sleep, bro. Man, yeah, I'm definitely not a morning person, man. Yeah. Like I definitely am not. But I think. You know, especially my experience, like, in the military, like, definitely, like, helped me, mm -hmm. you know? But it doesn't mean I'm a morning person, you know? Oh, and so, yeah. I, you know, I try to get up early. Even on the weekends, you know, try to get up early. Mm -hmm. um, except some, you know, some weekends got to sleep in. But honestly, sleeping in is maybe, what, like, 10? Yeah. Or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true, though. Like, if you sleep in too long, bro, like, don't yeah. you get, like, headaches, man? Yeah, I, I get headaches, I man. Can't, I, like, can't, I can't sleep past 10. Mm -mm. If, you, if I sleep past unless, 10, it's a straight headache. Unless I'm sick. Yeah. Unless I'm sick or I'm just, like really really exhausted man yeah. then i'll you know sleep a little bit but um maybe like noon or something no. you know but i had to get up but i hate sleeping like that long because then i feel yeah. like my day is wasted like i yeah. really feel like kind of annoyed yeah you know what i mean and um so i try not to like sleep in much or whatever but sometimes yeah. you know you gotta take a break yeah you know? the, yeah i would probably say like once or twice a month just like have a day where you're just like not doing anything mm-hmm you know, or even after work, just have that time, like, just don't do anything, yo. Like, I mean, like, you could, like, eat and stuff and, get, yeah. you know, like, you know, you cook some food earlier. Like, just, you do that. But after that, man, just chill, man. Yeah, and it's it's very important, man. Like, we were talking about, you know, separating, like, work, mm -hmm. like, having zones in your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, That's okay, so like, the office. Like, this is, you know, the office, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, or whatever. Um, and so, like, you know, this is where I would, like, do my work, my video, everything up here, play video games, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have the bedroom, right? Yeah. And, you know, that's where I sleep. You know, I rest, I relax. Kitchen, you know, that's where you eat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important to separate, you know, the, the spaces in your home. So that way you're not working in the room and you're stressing, right? Yeah. And then and then you got to go to sleep in that same bed and your that stress is still in that room. So it's like it feels like it's whenever bad vibes, Yeah, whenever you leave it in one room and you go to the other like that should be your zone of yeah. just peace, you know what that's I mean? That's so true. So that, that's so true. Like in my last apartment that I lived in, um like I didn't want to like disturb their space, you know, cuz they got their own thing going on before I even got in there. Yeah. So I didn't want to like mess up their zones or whatever. So I just stayed in my room for everything. Eating, working, uh, sometimes even working out, mm -hmm. um, sleeping, and dude, it just messed up my vibes, bro. Like it messed up like the way, like, like my energy. Mm -hmm. Like I, I believe in that, man. Like there's energies, bro. Like in in your house, you know, you gotta make sure you you balance it out, you know. Mm -hmm. And like I would get like really tired, man. I'd be like, like I I would be working, and I'd feel more tired if I'm working at home next near my bed than I would if I were working at work. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, cause at work I could get like, dude, I could get like hours of work done, not even know the time is passing and just like do it. Like today I got a lot of work done mm -hmm. and I didn't even know by the time I got, like I got there in the beginning of the, in the morning, I started working and before I knew it, it felt like a flash, boom, boom, end of the day already. And I'm like, no, I got to stay longer so I could finish. But then they have a policy now where they don't want you to stay past 16. Yeah. So, so, so they, people are like, no, nah, we got, we got to bounce. We got to bounce. We got to go. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, like this ain't, you know, like how am I gonna, how am I gonna get like anything done? But then I'm like, oh, but I got a lot done. So, but if I was working at home, like I have been like last year during COVID, dude, I was not getting anything done. Like I needed to, like when I came to schoolwork, it was very hard because I would get mm -hmm. really tired. I would like force myself not to lay on my bed or to work on my bed, to yeah. eat on my bed. Because once you do that, you start getting tired because your bed is where you sleep. And I feel like there's an energy there that's like, oh, yeah, that's where you sleep. Mm -hmm. And your body knows it, too. Your body knows that area is where you sleep. Yeah. So it's just like that, man. Um, when I get a house, definitely separating. You know, got mm -hmm. your office and you got, you know, your sleep room. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it's important, man. It's definitely important, like you said, separating that energy, bro, because 
you know, you want to make sure you're right. You know, you got to take care of yourself. Facts. You know I mean? All that stuff. Facts, man. Um, but, um, yeah, man, so let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. I know we got a couple of topics, a few topics we want to talk about, actually. Um, so what you got? You want to go first? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. So, um, so yeah, I saw this crazy video that my girl sent me, and it's actually really, like, uh, interesting. Uh, it's this new uh, Netflix documentary about this guy who was charged with a murder. So I got to actually watch the documentary because I yeah. just saw like the little snippets from Instagram that she sent uh-huh. me. And it was like a minute, three minutes long. And this guy from, uh, he's like Hispanic. You know, they they had him as uh, a suspect and they had him on trial for the murder of this like 16 year old, I think. Mm. But he was at a Dodgers game. Or I'm not sure if it's Dodgers. Y'all baseball? Then I don't really know. But it was yeah. it was it was a, it was a baseball game. He was at a baseball yeah. game with his daughter, uh-huh. and he had to. And then uh, the video starts with his daughter on the on the stand for him, bro. And he was just getting emotional because his daughter's on the stand, like trying to verify that he was actually at the game with her. And mm-hmm. the lawyers are like questioning her, like like cross question. You know, you don't want your daughter in that situation. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't want your kid in that situation where they got to testify for you. Basically saying you weren't there to murder someone. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel, I didn't watch the documentary. And I don't know if he has like a prior like past or whatever. But I kind of feel like, especially like in some parts of Texas, like I feel like, you know, like you're Hispanic, man. You're like suspect number one, bro. Yeah. Like a lot of Hispanics, because we like, I feel like people think like maybe we look alike or something. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I don't think it's right, man. Like. Why? Like I felt like in the video, I felt like he was guilty till till proven innocent. Mm-hmm. But basically, what happened and how this relates to kind of like media and stuff. No, he basically uh, was on trial or whatever, and he remembers this guy that stands up. He he stand up uh, or something like that. He was standing up and it was dramatic and there was like cameras. You know, there was like a camera team and he remembered there's like a team of people doing a camera mm-hmm. thing. And he's like, I'm I might be on the footage. Like I might be on the footage of the camera team mm-hmm. and um. They were saying, oh, there were no, like, cameras in the stands for the Dodger games, da-da-da-da-da. And then the lawyer did some research and realized that they were filming an HBO special for, uh, you know, the creator of Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. But he created Seinfeld. It's, like, this old guy. He's really old. It's not Seinfeld. It's, it's like, this the creator of Seinfeld. Yeah. He's, like, the writer. And um, he's basically doing his own little, uh, like, show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and... And uh, the lawyer contacted the show, like, hey, I want to see your footage. Can we see the B-roll? They're like, oh, you can't see the B-roll till the, till the film comes out because, you know, it's like, I guess HBO is like very like top secret about their, their B-roll. Yeah. And, and he's like, it's for somebody that's being put on trial for a murder. So they kind of go through the footage, scrub through it. They're not going to give him the actual footage unless they have anything. Mm-hmm. So scrubbing through the footage, you know, hours and hours of footage, they, he starts feeling like it's hopeless. Yeah, so he remembers this guy that um, is is uh, like standing up, acting all crazy, and um, he they they go to the footage and they go to that part, that specific part, um, and it's like hours into the footage, and uh, they see a number sixteen shirt, Hispanic bald ma- uh, bald male, um, with a little kid holding her hand and walking to the, uh, her their seat. Mm-hmm. And then the pressure, and then the lawyer jumped up in excitement. He was so happy. He's like, "Yes, yes!" And the and and like you know, it just gave me chills right now, bro. Because it's yeah. like, and and he he got released, bro. Like that mm-hmm. that released him. That footage, mm-hmm. the back of his shirt with a number sixteen, um, and and him holding his daughter's hand, showed that he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He was telling the truth, and they were they were making him they were proving him guilty before they even did the trial. Mm-hmm. So, so I've seen that video, man. And so I got to tell you, so this is what's crazy about yeah. that video. And when I saw it, I got goosebumps too. And you just talking yeah. about it, yeah, it's making, it's reminding me of that moment whenever I saw it. Yeah. And so what happened, right, um, was there was, you know, like a, a guy, like a gripper, someone at the end, at the top. Oh, the PA. The PA, yeah, yeah. And he was telling everyone to stop, mm-hmm. you know, like stop walking. Yeah. But he didn't want, you know, people were paying for the game and yeah. everything, right? And he didn't want to like... He didn't know what to do, so he just let him walk by. Yeah. And that's how he got on the footage because that guy said, you know what? Hey, man, just go ahead. You that was the I mean? only guy he let by, too. That was the only guy he let by. Wow. And so if it wasn't for that that PA, PA you know, yeah. just saying, hey, man, 
you know, look, you're paying for the game. Just just go ahead. You know what I mean? Because he was holding them off for a while. Yeah. You know, they're trying to do it, like, I guess in between, like, you know, yeah. um, or whatever, however, you know, baseball works. But, yeah, man, it's super crazy, man. And when when I, I didn't really get to watch, like, it or anything, I, I think I just saw, like, a small little clip on it mm-hmm. on, like, actual, like, Facebook or something. And um, so... It's, it seemed like they they didn't really have any evidence other than, like, that it could have been him. And that's yeah. all that it really was against yeah, him, man. you know. And so it kind of, like you said, like, it's kind of sad the fact that they put him out there, you know. And they were they didn't have, any, like, really no weapon, yeah, they, no they nothing, made, no but, prints, no nothing on him. It's traumatizing, bro, for the exactly. kid, you know. She, she got put up on stand. She was getting cross-examined by lawyers, bro. Mm-hmm. What the heck, man? Like, it's you know, crazy, it, it ain't bro. right, man. It ain't right. But, uh yeah. Man's name is uh, Juan Catalan, and it's a Netflix uh, documentary. Uh, you know, y'all guys should definitely watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight, so yeah. you already know. But, yeah. Dang, man. That's something I'm going to have to watch, too, and everything, too. I don't think I got, like, HBO or nothing like that, though. Oh, no, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah the, the HBO special was shot during the during during the oh, trial. Oh, that's right, that's right. But, just... but the actual documentary is on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, the actual documentary is on Netflix. Yeah. Dang, that's so crazy, bro. Like, there's so much crazy things going on in the world. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, I just pray, like, you know, and hope all these things get better, man. Yeah, man. Um, for, for sure, dude. Especially when it comes, like, you know, Hispanic community, man. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to, you, y'all, we got to be treated right you know <laughs> <laughs> for real bro um yeah. i want to go like to a lighter note kind of right i want to mm-hmm. have a debate with you right Ooh, i want to have a small like little debate okay yeah um there was like this there was like this uh thing that i thought about you know and someone was telling me you know they asking me about how like what type of gear they should get right mm-hmm. and everything like that and they're like man but i don't have like the money to afford you know this mm-hmm. $5000 camera you know mm-hmm. and this one shoots crazy i don't have enough money to afford this red camera right mm-hmm. and so to me right you know i was thinking and everything and I, you know as an experienced you know um photographer videographer you know kind of you know both of us um you know i let them know like hey you know it doesn't really matter how you know how good your equipment is how expensive the equipment mm-hmm. is right it really matters about how you um you know co- compose the shot the lighting how and how it. you use the camera yeah. like knowing how to use the camera right so my thing is i saw and you know after like reading about it and stuff mm-hmm. so here's my thing this is the debate we could debate but i want to know <laughs> your take right okay the more expensive your gear is the better the quality that's it. That's my statement. Yeah. What do you feel about that? I say it depends, man. It depends because there's some people that have like reds, red cameras, and that red is uh, what I would consider um, standard for film, mm-hmm. for for Hollywood film. Even like Netflix, they have their own little standards list of red. All the cameras, all the red cameras are on that. Mm-hmm. So um, there are people that shoot with red, red epics, things that they shoot, they shot Spider Man with stuff like that Mm -hmm. and their footage is complete trash their videos are complete trash the only reason that makes the red well at least for me makes the red worth an upgrade the dynamic range and the color science Mm -hmm. that's it it's just the color if you don't know how to use that camera it's gonna that that twenty thousand dollar camera is gonna look like two hundred dollar footage so you know it really comes down to uh do you know what you're doing do you have experience? Do you, um, it doesn't matter if you know how to use the camera. Uh, what really matter? it doesn't matter if you know how to use a camera, but do you, it doesn't matter if you know the settings and all the technicalities about it. If you don't know how to get the, the those cool, those good shots, if you don't know, if you don't have imagination, if you don't understand color theory, if you don't understand all these other elements that lead to having a good uh, shot, mm-hmm. your camera is not, you know that good not as good as it could be yeah it loses the potential that that you know you paid for mm-hmm. so um i'm very much from that area era like from the area where it's like use what you have you know mm-hmm. i remember and maybe this is a good story um but i really wanted a camera i had a power shot uh, you know like a canon power shot yeah back then they were <laughs> not that good <laughs> uh but yeah back then they were not that good and uh 
yeah, it just, you know, I wanted an upgrade. Yeah, I was like, I want to start shooting video. I want to start shooting people. And um, yeah, I, I, I needed a camera. I needed an upgrade. I want to start mm -hmm. shooting real photography. I want to start messing with the settings without having it being on auto. You know, I want to mm -hmm. actually see, like, be a photographer. Mm -hmm. So I was like, how am I going to get a camera? Like, my parents are not going to buy me a camera. You know, um, you know, and, and it's they have four four kids. You know, yeah. And at the time, you know, we were in the middle of moving and stuff like that, whatever. You know, and I didn't want to. I think I didn't even ask them because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to like burden them with asking them for a camera, mm -hmm. even though I, I know they would have done any anything they would want, uh, anything they could do possible to give me the camera. Mm -hmm. I don't want to burden them with the asking them that. You know. Yeah. So, um, like I was raised, I was like, I'm gonna work for this man i'm i'm like 13 years old i'm gonna work for this camera so i go uh work for my grandma uh you know what flea markets are right yeah yeah in texas yeah, <laughs> yeah of course man in texas flea markets are basically like these uh these like spanish it's very spanish like a lot like of a mall yeah it's like a, a little spanish mall but with a bunch of garages and people just open up the garage and you go in and uh, people have their own stores, you know, usually a mm -hmm. lot of it's not really taxed because uh, yeah. <laughs> it's under, the, you know, it's kind of under the table, kind of my like cash only type mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, I worked for my grandma for a, uh, for a summer and uh, I worked at her flea market store and she said, whatever you sell, you can keep whatever money you get, you can keep. Mm. And I was like, ooh. So I worked hard, bro. I learned a little bit of Spanish so I could sell to people speaking Spanish. I learned mm -hmm. some numbers, you know. Uh, I made sure to, because to, I knew about games and stuff, video mm -hmm. games, so I was able to sell a lot of those. You know, I was like, oh yeah, this is the new video game, this is new FIFA, whatever, like, uh, this is a Halo game, it's really good, you know, the graphics are amazing, like, I play this, like, almost every day, even though I didn't really have an Xbox, <laughs> I kind of knew about it still, um, just from my friends and stuff, uh, and eventually I did get an Xbox, but that's not the point. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I ended up making $400. Mm. that summer really good because mm. i was able to buy a canon uh t3 t3i mm -hmm. with a uh, rebel you know the rebel series yeah, yeah, yeah. very like beginner entry level series and um the camera's like 300 dollars, something like that i bought it and then i bought a 50 millimeter lens and that's where i started bro mm. and i went out every single day i would go out taking photos or or um making some sort of animation or making these small films uh, and getting that experience, getting those years of experience, those beginner experience years, mm -hmm. uh, in order to be at uh, a decent level to be able to sell to people. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's what you have to do. Uh, that's what you could you can do. That's an avenue. You don't need the best gear at all. Like you really don't. Like when you're first starting out, especially, and especially if you're working for people in like corporate videos mm -hmm. or even weddings, like you don't have to have the best gear you just have to market yourself properly they're gonna look so they you will get these these uh comments like um oh um isn't that a, a photo camera i thought you guys were doing video you get that a lot mm -hmm. just say oh um the cameras nowadays shoot photo and uh video uh and the video is at a very uh a very good rate now mm -hmm. you know the video uh, actually, they actually use this in, in films now. They actually use this for B cameras for, you know, you could quote some films that you know that they use them in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But you uh, you have to take that camera and you have to, you know, take it from a $300 camera and you have to make it a $1,000 camera with your skills. And you can do that. You know, it's very... Um, it's very, it's very, it's very possible for that to happen. Um, mm -hmm. Even now, like I, I use a Canon 80D. You know, I can't quite afford the upgrade because I'm about to move. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to. Uh, so that's what I have to use. And I even challenge myself by using the kit lens. Mm -hmm. And I actually made this uh, interesting video. You know, and I'm, I'm, I want, I'm very curious about what um, some of the people will ask the camera is. You know, what, yeah. what kind of camera they use? Because I sometimes I be using really cheap cameras, and mm -hmm. I get like really great stuff because i put that experience in yeah. i spend the time on on the on uh after work i spend that time training myself getting used to the cameras keeping mm -hmm. my uh learning from cinematographers all that kind of stuff just so i can become um better at my craft and also that i can advance my skills because i'm not the best i'm literally not the best uh when it comes to like comparing myself to everybody else mm -hmm. in this field 
you know. So I have to practice, 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 practice. And I have to find those people that are better on Instagram or wherever I can find them. And I have to learn from from their techniques, from their the their films that they make mm-hmm. and take it and put it somehow into my films. So when you say, um, I know it's a very long answer, but when you say that, uh, does it matter what, like what, how much, how much your camera is or, um, what, what was the question exactly? So the, the statement was the more expensive your gear, the better your quality. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't know how to phrase it, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. So whenever you say that, um, it's very relative to the actual person shooting, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always that factor. So yes, it is better if you're at a level that you're able to use it. And when you're just starting out, even me right now, I'm probably not at the level where, you know, uh, upgrading to red or something mm-hmm. would be, would be, uh, well, maybe I am, <laughs> but I have, I, have, <laughs> I was going to say, man, yeah, your stuff is yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, well, well, um, yeah, maybe I am. Yeah. I, well, technically I am at that level where I, if I did upgrade, you would notice the difference in, in, uh, quality because of color science because of noise because of all the extra stuff you're able to do with cinema cameras that you're not really able to do with you know little digital cameras Mm -hmm. but i was able to do a whole bunch of jobs with with the little cameras bro with the little digital cameras Mm -hmm. and i did it for the past six years you know Mm -hmm. and even more than that you know in high school too and everything Mm -hmm. so it's just like you can do it man you can Mm -hmm. do it and something that really woke me up to this whole idea that you can make crazy cool stuff I went to this competition in high school. Uh, it was for like, um, it was like a tech competition mm-hmm. and I was in cinema tech. So uh, we had like a video that we had to make. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, not one of my proudest moments, very humbling. Um, we went in there, we didn't really have it. We didn't have any music. Mm-hmm. The music we had was the one stuff from iMovie. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really plan it out storyboard. Mm-hmm. You know, we just kind of like shot whatever. You know, I had my rebel that I told you about. Um, this whenever I first started shooting video people. Yeah. And um and I had like a little thing that you could put like a little shoulder rig. Mm-hmm. And uh we went out there, we shot, we edited, and whenever we, we got judged by some uh like people that were like in the field or something, mm-hmm. there these are adults and they're judging us on a tech competition uh from everybody from Hawaii mm-hmm. came in from all the schools and uh i look at some of the other people's stuff absolutely astonishing man mm-hmm. it just crazy good creativity lighting interviews sound music bro it was giving like it was like like i felt like something in my heart like it just kind of like dropped man <laughs> <laughs> and i'm kind of tearing up thinking about it because at the time i was i just felt hopeless you yeah. know i felt hopeless i was like what what did I get myself into? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Why did I just go to, why did I go in a hotel, like a really nice hotel that, you know, the school, and, and I think my parents, no, I don't think my parents paid for it. I think the school paid for it. But why am I going to this hotel? Why am I doing all this stuff? Why did I take this opportunity and waste it? Mm-hmm. You know, when there are people like this out there. Mm-hmm. And even the video got roasted, you know, they're like, what are you doing? Were you even thinking about the edit? We even thinking about what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. They thought we didn't care. Damn. But we, we just weren't there yet. Yeah. We just weren't there. We didn't know. We didn't have experience. We didn't know what, what we what we were gonna what we were expecting to be graded on. We didn't know the amount the challenge. Mm-hmm. And I was completely like that changed my whole path. I was like, I want to learn everything now. Mm-hmm. When I got home, you know, I want to learn everything. I want to. I want to shoot. I want to get better. I have to get better. So from then on, I just started shooting. Random scenes are really shitty, but <laughs> um, I just kept shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting until I couldn't shoot any. Like, till literally, I like tried to burn myself out, mm. and it just kept going, going, going. I, then I joined the military, and um, I was still at the crisp end of that, and I just kept going, going. And then I, I networked. I, I, I connected myself to people that were better than me. Mm-hmm. so that I could learn from them and mm-hmm. and I and I did that and anybody that I knew that was good I just squeezed every ounce of knowledge out like just squeezed it out like you know let me let me see you edit let me let me like there's this guy um uh 
Dwight Rodriguez. Um, you know him, right? Yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, Rod, man. Yo, he, he's he, cold. He's cold, man. His edits are cold, but that's the first person that I really connected with that I, you know, I was like, this guy's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. How did he get those shots? How does the color, like, what color, like, why does it look like that? Why does it look so so filmic? Yeah. And I every time he would edit in the platoon, I would just sit right behind him. You know, even if it was like from far away, like being a little stalker, I would just <laughs> sit right behind him. I was just like looking at it. I was just like looking at him, you know, studying everything he's doing. Yeah. Look, look, look. Like, what is this? And I don't even ask him questions. Like, mm. like, like, how how'd you get the color like that? Mm-hmm. What what is that? What is that? And uh, he just kind of smiles. He's like, it's color grading, man. That's color grading. And then he didn't teach me how he 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 didn't teach me right away how to do it. I just took that 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 um, what he said, color grading. Looked it up on YouTube. Went down the YouTube rabbit hole. Um, I started color grading on my own, mm-hmm. and then I showed him a video to critique it, and he critiqued it. He's like, "Why are you color grading every in, each individual clip?" He's like, "Look, this is how I do it." He does. He he puts adjustment layer. He he grades <laughs> the adjustment the layer thing. over the whole thing, yeah. and he's like, "You want to color correct each clip, put the adjustment layer over it, and then do it like that." And I'm like, "Oh wow, this is crazy!" Like he's blew my mind. I took that, took off with it. Mm-hmm. I show him my videos. He critiques it. I learn a little bit more. I get better, you know. And then um, I do every single pre- person I meet, get better, get better, get better. Mm-hmm. And that little high school kid that got, you know, roasted and that felt so low, um, you know, essentially rose, rose to the cream of the crop, you know. Pretty much. I got to say, bro, like you're probably one. Like, honestly, you are like the best videographer <laughs> in all of <laughs> bro. Like, no cap, for real. I mean, you, I mean, there was a lot of good people, like, you yeah. know, there's a lot of good people we could name, you yeah. know, and, like, Rodriguez was one of them, man, and, like, just think about, like, think about that, him introducing that to you, mm-hmm. right, or you getting introduced to, to that by him, mm-hmm. and then me doing the same thing to yeah, you. Yeah, you did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's how, like, I learned as well. Yeah. And same thing. Yeah. You know? It's like a drug, man. I took it, it I took off whatever, everything he told me. I took mm-hmm. every single word, every set, everything he said. He, yeah. And he didn't say much. Very, like, humble guy. Very, like, yeah, down to earth. He was kind of quiet. Yeah, he's kind of quiet. Yeah. But he's, like, but he's he, really he, cool. quite professional, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, but he's cool, though. He's really cool. Like, he's, he's like, quiet, cool. He's not, like, quiet, like, weird guy. He's, like, quite cool. Like, he's, like, a cool, coy guy. Like, really cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he just gave me a little bit. And he knew what he was doing too. He just gave a little bit, and I took that, and I, I, I learned, 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 and I learned so much. And that, that's exactly what you did. You came to me too. You and you and uh, Randolph. You know, I remember y'all guys came to me like, "How teach me?" <laughs> and I was like, "Here are the tools. Use them." And then you took off, bro. Yeah. And Randolph, look at him now, like in Syracuse, you know, doing some crazy stuff. Like I even no, told him, man, I, I said, man, dude, I'm proud of you, dude. Like the, the mm-hmm. stuff you're doing is great. Um, and you know, it just keeps going like that. And that's how you get better. You have to network. That's what networking is. And that's how you take advantage of networking. Cause he could have told me that yeah. and I could have brushed him off and think that I'm good or whatever. And been like, nah, nah, fuck that shit. I'm better. So I got a, I got a story that's not my story to tell, but I think it's pretty like when we're talking about getting a mentor and everything and actually going the length. So this is like one of my uh, supervisors, you mm-hmm. know, when he was, when he was in, you know, the um ait or whatever or you know they you know how they have guest speakers and all that stuff right so they had you know a guest speaker come and it was like the the first sergeant of like the nco academy or something right across the street and um so he he came the guest speaker came and talking he was like whoa you know what you know i want i want him to be my mentor and everything like that right you know he's like an e4 or whatever Mm -hmm. you know so um I guess once he got wherever he was going, you know, because he was checking into like the unit, I, I'm not really too sure. Mm-hmm. But he went in himself to the NCO, the academy, right? The the office, mm-hmm. like that's not even you know where he belongs, and is like, hey, I want to speak to uh, first sergeant so and so, right? And everyone's looking at him like, who are you? He was like, I just want a mentor and everything like that. And they look at him all crazy. And then the first sergeant heard him and like comes around. He's like, hey looks at him and be like, come back here. You know what I mean? So he tells him, you know what I mean? Like, I want you to be our mentor and everything like that. And then he came back every week, you know what I'm saying? Giving him portfolio and all this stuff. And like stories like that, like that's that's what you need to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You need to find somebody who is who's going to like 
be be there. Like I said, you know, you want a coach, not a cheerleader. Facts. You know, you don't want somebody who's going to go and like, you know, be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's great. That's good. You know what I mean? Oh, that looks wonderful. Like, hey, you're doing a great job. Okay, yeah, tell me I'm doing a great job, but come on, yo, like, tell me, tell me the real facts. Tell you know me, what I mean? yeah. Tell me, like, show me, you know what I'm saying? Or just guide me, you know? Yeah. And, like, like I said, just have, you know, having a coach instead of a cheerleader, bro. Like, that's yeah. very important, getting a mentor, you know, and doing that. And that's what I did. You know, that's what you did. Mm-hmm. And, Went out there and just learned. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Rod, shout out to Diab, shout out to Boucher, um, Lot, you know, I feel like me and Boucher, we kind of came up very similarly, and I felt like he was getting really good. Yeah. And we just compete, bro. Just kind of <laughs> get better. Even me and you, like, whenever, yeah. you know, me, you, Boucher, like, it was just crazy. But, like, shout out to all you guys, man, for just, like, uh, you know, just just teaching me and, like, showing me different ways of doing things. You know, and that's mm-hmm. how you got you got to do it, man. You got to take mm-hmm. advantage. And what you just said, like, went back to the first sergeant every day. Like, you got to keep going back to these mentors. You can't mm-hmm. just do one-time thing. Like, exactly. keep coming back. Learn, learn everything you can before they are... They're they're busting out, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you gotta learn as much as you can, uh, if you really care. If you really care, you gotta learn as much as you can. And when they give you constructive criticism or they tell you that hey, your footage isn't there, mm-hmm. or you know it's not good enough, take that and do better. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, that's all I gotta say about that, man. Yeah, man. Definitely big shout out to everyone, man. Like you know, everyone who's ever played a role that I've ever interacted with, like. Um, even big or small, like like that thing, those things matter, man. Yeah, those they things do. matter. Whether it's something small, <laughs> whether it's yeah. something big, like it doesn't matter how you know where it was, but you know, it plays a part in like you know who we are, how we grow, Facts. you know, things like that. Um, but yeah, man, that's a crazy talk, man. Let's get into yep. the segment. Let's yeah, get let's to get some segment. fun, man. Inspirational and iconic segment. Yeah, you want to go first again? I feel oh, like yeah, yeah. You know, ladies first. Uh, <laughs> shut up, bro. You crazy, bro. This man said ladies first. Hey, thank you. Nice cut, G. <laughs> nice cut, G. <laughs> so, um, my, uh, my inspirational or iconic um, personal moment, I would say uh, Jalex Rosa uh, from... I don't know. Is he, he's from South America. Um, I was I was asking you like you knew, <laughs> but he he's That's from South America. Movie. This he's like a like this like visual creator I would say because he 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 directs these like mini little scenes as well as does the CGI for them, does the makeup wardrobe everything for them, mm-hmm. and um, it's absolutely amazing. I'm actually gonna show you a clip right now and we'll play the clip uh, over the video too, but uh, here, yeah. So I'm going to kind of narrate what's going on. So basically, like, he shows, like, his editing and everything. And then he shows, like, the final product. And um, the camera he uses, it's not, like, amazing camera or anything like that. Um, It's all editing, you know, and Mm -hmm. understanding light and composition and, and, like, camera movement. All the, the, like, the techniques and everything that you need to know to become good. And he created this. And uh, he does a bunch of these in his bathroom. With like minimum wardrobe, like the wardrobe that he uses is very um like minimal. Like he puts like a like he does it for he just does it for kicks. Like he'll just put like a cloth on, you yeah. know, just wrap it around that that wardrobe. Uh-huh. Uh, he probably just did the same thing. And then afterwards, he'll um, either like the parts that need CGI, he'll add CGI to them. Uh, he'll put in 3D space and he'll put it like make, he'll make a whole CGI character off of it. And then he'll put lighting, all this stuff, and he shoots it in his restroom. In South wow. America. Wow. And you saw that clip, right? And that's that, crazy. It's man. it's absolutely nuts, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's mad talented. I'm he's not I mean, I'm not even that good mm-hmm. when it comes to like editing and that kind of stuff. So I watch his stuff and I try to learn from him. And uh that's I feel like that his work is very inspirational. I mean, if you guys don't uh know, um his name is Jalix uh, Rosa. Um if you're watching YouTube right now, uh we'll link it. Um and if you're on, uh, if you're listening, then uh, just go to a YouTube video and you can check it out. But yeah, Jalex Rosa, he's a very uh, talented person. Um, Yo, I'm gonna have to go check him out for real, man. Yeah, I got, I got check it out because that's honestly, I think that's like the next level for me too. It's the next level, man. It's to get into like all the CGI and like all the animation and things like that. What, 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 what's your? Have you ever dabbled in it at all? Or nah, I haven't, and I don't know like why. I haven't. Yeah. Um. But it's just something, you know. I think I'm scared. I'm honestly, I'm scared, man. Cause yeah, I feel you. It's bro. like it's 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 a lot. It's a to lot to learn, you yeah. know. 
And I think what I'm scared of is starting from the beginning. But, you know, that's how it is, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to start from the beginning. You got to start somewhere. Um, but, you know, I'm going to put that, man. And that's something that you got to check me on mm-hmm. because that's something I'm going to start learning. And yeah, I mean, me too. I'm learning it right now. Like, uh, I kind of, like, stopped a little bit because uh, I think it was last year I started learning, like, mm-hmm. CGI and stuff. And I started learning, like, basic animations and Blender and, like, uh, texturing. Mm-hmm. And how it does, and it's a lot. It's a big process, but you're you're taking your current skill and you're just um, adding to it. You're creating another tier of something that you have. So mm-hmm. even if you're starting from the bottom, at least you have beginner in CGI animation or somebody that just has video editing. So you'll so you have video editing, and then the other person will have video editing too, and but you'll have video editing, beginner, and CGI. Of course. And then as you grow proficient in cgi programs proficient in blender proficient in you know uh texturing or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, uh, compositing and what he does is on an absolute next level um i even see so he i even saw this thing like um he he used like a lamp to light him up and uh he does all the shots all the little motions Mm -hmm. and stuff and then he'll basically get like a 3d character Mm -hmm. put it on top of him and just use the the motions that he did in the camera uh, to actually, um, to actually like replicate in CGI, and then he would take his um, his face and then put it on the character on the three CGI character as a texture, and uh, just do all these things. And you saw he just kind of like put himself as every character pretty much. Mm-hmm. But it was still like um, if you watch anime, dude. You, you <laughs> we always talk about anime, but I know you haven't watched <laughs> it yet. I gave you the, I gave you the, but it's honestly it's been really busy too. Yeah. It's been busy. But whenever you get time, watch watch uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But that was Naruto that he was mm-hmm. doing. And I feel like he did a really good, great job. Yeah. You know, maybe different... If it was like a movie, maybe it have like uh, more actors. You know, I know he's just doing it by himself. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, very good. I Hopefully we can get him on the podcast, man. Yo, that, that would be dope. This, Yo, if, just you're, talk if you're him. watching this, man, come through. <laughs> no, we could we could shoot him a message, man. I love to yeah. interview him, talk to him. Just talk to him, man. Yeah, that I think that's something we got to put on the list. Yeah, you know, and to get some get some people on. By the way, we do got a list of people we're bringing on the show. Yeah, um, yeah, that's gonna be dope. Uh, hopefully, we could get him. That would be dope. Uh, yeah, we're gonna reach out to him. But it's just you know acquiring these new skill sets and uh, you know just putting yourself apart from everybody else because everybody's editing video nowadays, bro. Yeah, everybody's a video editor. You know what I mean? Like um. You know, even mom, dad, grandma, well, not maybe, maybe not grandma, <laughs> but maybe mom and dad, you know, little kids now, they're, they're learning basic video editing, video transitions, cutaways, mm-hmm. cutting, uh, how to like make a story out of video. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a part of the culture now of course. to know how to make video. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's really nuts. And um, it's, it's just a movement. And I feel like we're going to look back on this uh when we're like 60 and we're gonna talk about the tiktok movement <laughs> you know uh short form video videos mm-hmm. and uh yeah we're, it's just gonna be a part of history man it's really crazy what what's happening right now in the cinema world um yeah and i'm just so happy to you know see it and hopefully be part of it soon i'm gonna try to make some videos put on tiktok like some personal mm-hmm. videos so yeah, man, that's something that you know I I need to start uh, getting back in. Not not start getting back into because I'm mm-hmm. already in it. Mm-hmm. But you know, just gotta drop some stuff. Yeah, you know, I I always like keep stuff to myself a yeah, lot all the do. time. You know, and um, but you know how it is. You know, just just give it to them, let it be. You know, it's like give it to the customer, and it just stays with them for real. Mm-hmm. But you know, I haven't really posted nothing for many people to see. But that's something. That we gotta challenge ourselves and like you know that we gotta post some more stuff because we're over here having this whole podcast mm-hmm. and we're not dropping no work. That's man, we true. need to, we need to drop some work, drop some heat. Speaking yeah. of heat, speaking of heat, man, ooh, ooh, ooh. you ever thought about uh, being a model? Probably when I was skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, because a lot of people even told me like whenever I was a little thinner, they were like, um, like yo, you should be a model, bro. You uh-huh. should do like some modeling. But yeah, why? Why? So that's why I asked, man. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm over here on the internet, you know, watching videos and everything. And this guy's like, hey, how to model for Target? You know what I mean? He goes and does own, his own photo shoot in a red oh, yeah. shirt. Gets the red too. shirt and everything. Prints himself on a poster. Professional poster. Mm-hmm. Nothing, like, nothing bad. You know, like mm-hmm. a, a true ad, you know, and everything. Like, hey, cut, like now hiring, kind of like a little Uncle Sam type thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and they go and post these like posters up on the business on Target and everything like that. And when I saw that, I was like, yo, that is so genius. It is. But it's scary at the same time. Because like you think they get in like some legal trouble or something like that? Because technically, I mean, maybe- yeah, because you could misrepresent Target if you put some cr- really crazy stuff. So there, I think there's limits to this, you know. Okay. I mean, I don't think Target minds because I've seen the video you're talking it's, about. It's not a bad like it's, it's not, not a bad, bad photo. It actually looks really professional. Yeah, and, and it kind of shows really diversity well. in Target and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is something that's very like uh, marketable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good photo. And they did, I think it's an adhesive print. Yeah. You know, so it even sticks, even looks really nice too. And it's very professional. Um, I don't think they would, if I were a business, because you got to think, you got to be in the shoes of a business. True. If I were a business, I wouldn't be mad at it. Free, free work. You know, we just got some free posters. Um, and also we got TikTok. We got that promotional video, free promotional video. So, but there are limits because you could have somebody like a crazy individual that sees that on TikTok, like, you know, maybe like a six nine or like, you know, or something like that. <laughs> six nine. Yeah, you know. We gotta get him on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if he was on the pod. <laughs> but like you could get like a crazy individual, or, like some sort of crazy TikTok kid that's like not good for the business, not good look on the business, um, doing the same thing and it becomes an issue. And now mm. they have to make rules to ban that. That's true. You know. Um but hey, that's kind of like, you know, what he did. Per- like for me, I love it. I love seeing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Especially the photo it looks really good. It yeah. looks like a Target photo. It really does, you man. Know? It really looks like something yeah, a Target lo- shot. It looks like something you you would see on a Target ad, you know, or like uh, you know, whenever you get the whenever you get targeted by um by all the Facebook promo promotions mm-hmm. and stuff and all the Facebook ads, it looks like something that would be on that. Yeah. And um so I'm talking about, man, it's this wave, man. TikTok, TikTok really made people like they want to diversify themselves mm-hmm. from everybody else on TikTok. And in order to do that, they realize there has to be some sort of production, of some sort of creativity um, to 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 make themselves uh, worth watching, mm-hmm. you know, and there's this thing I was watching this YouTube video of uh, um, how to how to how to make it on YouTube. I watch these all the time because I'm obsessed. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and there's this girl. Uh, she started she started a YouTube uh, channel, and I think she popped within two one to two years, mm-hmm. and she was posting regularly, which is very normal, especially for a young girl. Uh, but she's talking about it and it had a lot of views. So I was like, oh, maybe she knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And she she actually knows a lot of stuff. She actually it's very well planned out. A very very smart um, person. And uh, she talks about uh, a pyramid, the YouTube pyramid. And um, hopefully I could, uh, I don't remember everything on it, but basically you either need to have a good personality, um, good editing, or, uh, quali- or uh, use quality content that the user can actually use. So something that the, mm. the, 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 the person viewing can actually use, you know, how-to videos and yeah. such. So you need at least two of these to make it on YouTube, mm. two of them. And that is the, that's the secret sauce to making it on YouTube. And that's how it is now. Yeah. Literally, that's how it is. And the kids, mm. they realize this. Some people realize, dang, like I have a personality, but I don't really have anything to give anybody. Exactly. So let's make my personality and let's have some really good editing, really good filmmaking and let's let's make some some TikToks, and that's what you're seeing nowadays with the new that's wave. Crazy. Or you're seeing these people like, oh, I know how. To, you know, you're seeing these older people that have actual jobs that mm-hmm. have crafts that they do. Oh, you know, I know how to do wood 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 carpentry. You know, but I'm, I don't really have a personality. You know, I just know what I'm. I'm a quiet guy. Mm-hmm. I know how to make wood carpentry, but maybe I could take something that I could give to the audience as far as like how to. And then also put bring good editing and filming to it. That's Boom, so crazy. Pop off, and that's yo that that's the and that's what she was talking about. That's the formula, and you really you dissect each YouTuber, you know, uh, that you 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 see, you listen to, you know, whatever you watch, uh, you you take each YouTuber that you you uh, you you see these things in, and you dissect it, and it, everything's in that pyramid, everything, and a lot of the big ones that are on YouTube fall within. Um, personality and editing 
or personality and then giving something to them. Mm-hmm. Like finance channels. Finance channels are popping off because they're giving something to you yep. and also they have a good personality. But their video editing might not, might not be there, but you don't really care because they're giving you something and they have really good personality. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Like, it's crazy that you say that. So yeah. now I'm thinking about us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about us. Like, do we fit in any of those three? Like, but honestly... I, I, you know, I mean, it's hard to honest. Honestly, it's hard. You think it's subjective? Define, it's it's hard to find yourself. Your viewers will tell you where, where in the triangle you fall. Okay. And that's where you adjust fire and you look look at how you can make your channel better, make it better for people to watch. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you can't really self assess um, as much as you can get feedback. That's true. And then you can be like, okay, so we're part we're these two out of the tier or we're only this part of the tier we need to branch out and get another tier mm-hmm. you know and that's why everybody reaches out to editing because editing is teachable that's editing is, is something that you can learn and you can put into your stuff so that's why that's always the second tier mm-hmm. you know so um and if you don't have a good personality i feel like the more you talk on mic um especially uh if you see like some of our first podcasts or even my first youtube video compared to like something that we're doing now Mm-hmm. the talking and like everything is very unnatural you know whatever yeah you know not very personable but like um like now you know i, I feel a little bit more comfortable speaking mm-hmm. on camera even though i'm not quite there yet when it comes to like speech and like mm-hmm. becoming a better speaker yeah i feel like i'm slowly getting there and that's what and that's you know developing personality developing you know mm-hmm. how to talk developing uh because everybody has a personality but do you know how to show it to other people do you know how to uh be outspoken Mm-hmm. And in a in a way that's that people can connect with, yeah. and that's and that's that's learnable too. But you have it's only learnable through practice. Mm-hmm. So. And I think I think man, it's different too that mm-hmm. we're in person, and it's not oh, virtual. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we could really feel the energy in the yeah, room. Man. Like, honestly, it's just me and you with like a lot of lights and two cameras <laughs> right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, upstairs in 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 the office, you know what I'm saying, just with the fan, with the fan. You know what I mean? Because it gets a little hot up here. Yeah, but. You know, it's it's better like doing it in person, but honestly, besides that, just going on. You know what I mean? Like you said, what was it like after? Like people really realize after the seventh podcast or something like that, if it's gonna continue or what? What was yeah, that? Yeah, so there's this thing in the pod world. I guess <laughs> I didn't want to say it, hey, but um, I just work here. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I, hey, we just show up. <laughs> but um, there's this thing that I, I mean, I always look at everything. Like when it comes to like, if I want to do something, I, I look at like everybody else's that that's teaching about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's called the seventh episode, and it's like a big thing. And it's if you make it past the seventh episode, uh, then you're, um you're part of like the one percentile that that continues because mm. a lot of people don't make it into the seventh episode they kind of they're like oh i want to start a podcast they start a podcast they only make five episodes and they yeah. don't make any more yeah a lot of people they they don't really like market themselves um they don't really like market themselves they don't really do the, any youtube thing or uh they don't really put themselves out on anything else they're just on spotify they're just on apple music and once you pass this mark uh of the seventh episode it's like a milestone that a lot of people um, don't get to. Because mm-hmm. I think uh, Joe Rogan was talking about on his podcast, uh, there's 1.9 million podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot of podcasts, <laughs> That's man. Lot. That's a lot of podcasts. You know, you think about it, uh, think about it like TV shows, 1.9 million at, like podcasts. Wow. And, it, it, and it's growing too. It's almost 2 million podcasts. But you got to think some of those probably dead podcast you know now they're like nobody really they're not really posting anymore if they are they're posting like once a month or once every two months because they, mm-hmm. they're kind of like losing it slowly mm. and that's why me and you were very strict like we have to have an episode out this week mm. we have to have it out even though you know we had technical difficulties uh last week's podcast but you know we still put one out mm-hmm. we, we waited we did it on the weekend we worked on the weekend um even before I saw my girl, you know, I made sure like, hey, this podcast got to go out first. <laughs> I want to make sure I can listen to this on the road yeah. here as a viewer would hear it so I can make sure that everything is good to go. 
Hey, big ups to your girl, man. Because <laughs> no, I know you. You know you also. You know you about to leave in a month. Yeah, you know, about to start that whole long distance and all that stuff. It's gonna be tough, but yeah. you know, like the fact that you was like, you know, hold on, let me make sure this is done and exporting, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna head to go see you. You know what I mean? Although you know she she was also out with her friends too. You know, so yeah, she, she got to see a little friends, bit of yeah. t- a little bit of time with them, but. Even then, like, you know, just a big shout out to her, you know, yeah. um, you know, supporting you and all that stuff. Yo, it means a lot. Not not just, you know, of course, to you, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, you know, to me as well. You know, this is, you know, our, you know, little business, you yeah. know, starting stuff, you know, so I appreciate it, you know, so thank you. Yeah, you yeah. Know, um, yeah and that's, I think that's how it is, you know, like when you're uh, with someone, you know, you got to make sure that they give you the time to do what you want to do. And she mm-hmm. kind of realized that because she knows that. When it comes to what she wants to do, mm-hmm. I'll make sure that I'm down and that mm-hmm. I'm ready and that I'm ready to pick up and go and follow whatever she wants to do and make sure I support her. Yeah. So um, she's a big supporter of the podcast. You know, she listens when like in the mornings and stuff whenever we do posts. So <laughs> I know she gave us yeah. a lot of feedback. Yeah, she was giving show. feedback, yo. I'm like, <laughs> but she she's good with that it's, though. It's good. Like, it's she's, a lot she's of giving us in. viewer feedback. I would say there's two different types of feedback. I feel mm-hmm. professional feedback and then you got viewer feedback Mm -hmm. and i like to always have both Mm -hmm. so um you know uh i can kind of go into a little bit maybe yeah go ahead Um, go ahead so you got viewer feedback which is uh from the average viewer what they think about the podcast you know a lot of a lot a lot of like uh groups do this like study groups and stuff like that um when it comes to like new ideas or like slogans for campaigns they they get a group of viewer um um critique in a way mm-hmm. and that just helps you kind of understand what the viewers think and then you got the professional critique from someone you trust uh video wise about certain creative decisions in the video certain ways to change things or do things or certain technicalities in the video that you can change mm-hmm. and it can not only improve your video but improve your skill set so yeah it's, in, it's important man for that feedback you know like you're saying and yeah. it comes with like you know getting mentors and everything the mentors is going to be the professional feedback right yeah, the viewers is gonna be the supporters, the supporters and everything. Yeah. And honestly, for real, I think you know, I like you said, we're gonna debate a little bit too, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you said you would have both, right? Yeah. If I had to pick one, I would choose the viewer though, every time. Yeah. Over the professional. Yeah, that's true. Like honestly, the professional, I right. get it. You know what I mean? It's 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 good to have feedback and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I think with that comes. You know, the viewer is the most important person because they're the ones supporting us and listening to us and going to be subscribing and things like that. And they don't care. They honestly don't care about what color you're using. They don't care about whatever. They're just mm-hmm. going based off what they think about it. Because they've seen, as as somebody who absorbs content, you know, and I'm talking about the average person, you know, about three hours of content a day at least each mm-hmm. person in the world absorbs at least three hours of content Three hours of video content each day. It's crazy. And I'm not sure if that's a true statistic or not. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it might be a little bit more than that. Fact check uh, but, by flow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we, we spend straight nonsense out here. But what I'm saying is um, those viewers, the average pe- person has uh, something in them now that they can realize a good or bad video. They know mm-hmm. when to click off, mm-hmm. you know. And it's important to know why they're clicking off, why, what takes them out of the video, mm-hmm. what makes them want not, not want to watch it anymore. Yeah. And um, I always want that. And that's why I always ask my girl, like, hey, like, what do you think about this video? Even though she's not a videographer. She, she's, a, she's a nurse. Like, she's not a video, videographer, but I ask her because she has that perspective that I've lost, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like we, we all lose it that's when you true. become a, a creator of video as you step into that side. Yeah. Yeah, because like when we're talking about movies, you know, and then we're talking about the movies and how, you know, once we step in it, you know, as a videographer, mm-hmm. it kind of ruined movies because now I'm not only looking at the story, but, you know, there, I may see a shot like that's cool. I was watching this show and then, you know, there's like shot like it, they came in, you know, like it was a surprise, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a POV shot and it like came in and you had the whole party and it's, you know, panning, right? It's just one shot goes all the way you know you see the plates you know the food is just all on the table it goes up to the little sign right on the wall where it says happy birthday pans around and all the food is eating up already and they're uh, already chilling you know 
in the living room just you know ha- like hanging out and all that stuff yeah. you know but it started from the sound you hear the party sounds and everything like hey surprise da 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 hey bottle pop boom they turn around and it's all chill and every- it's one shot you know That's so and you cool. think about all the work that goes into it or how yeah. they're like changing the plates you know you see behind the scenes videos and all that yeah, stuff yeah you, you're thinking about the technicalities I'm thinking about the technicalities of that you know about what like to get this one shot yeah. you know and I had to go back and rewind it you know what I'm saying yeah. just to like see that but you know, when you say that, it's like we lose, we lose, we forget about, you know, you know, that side where it's just seen as a viewer because a viewer would just watch and be like, yo, that's cool. You know, like whatever. Or, or, like, about, or like, oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably the, the thing that they're going to, oh, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they'll like it though. If without, exactly. without they, it, they'll, they'll be, like they, it. they want it in there. Exactly. Now that they see it's in there, they, they don't, they wouldn't want to change it. They don't really care. They're just no. like, oh, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, you know. But that mm-hmm. keeps them engaged in the video. That's engagement, exactly. you know. And that's that's why I feel like viewer feedback is more important than a professional feedback. I believe you on that. I, I can't disagree with that because <laughs> I, I mean I'm on the same page, bro. Like of course, that's of how course. that's how I feel. Um, you know, that's why we have analytics because mm-hmm. we're trying to guess that. Mm-hmm. That's why we have, um, you know, Instagram insights. That's why likes matter when yeah. it comes to like businesses and stuff because you want to see what's performing, what's not performing, what what where should we kind of move and mm-hmm. like maneuver through the through through our content you know yeah. or whatever we make but you know that's where we we learn about what's clicking that's where we adjust and see where pop culture is of so course. so yeah but yeah that that's uh that's a really good I, I can't disagree with you on it yeah <laughs> that's good man yo let's get into some shout outs let's man. get some shout outs yo shout out you know, every week we you know we're gonna do a shout out. You know, um, follow us at Did I Shutter Podcast. You know, mm-hmm. on Instagram for a chance for the next shout out. Uh, today's shout out goes to uh, Jules underscore fifty five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thank Yo, you so much. Thank you so much for the follow. You know yeah. what I mean? And we actually know her personally, yeah, so we, thank, thank you so much. And that's pretty crazy. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Um, yeah, it's pretty dope. You know, uh, y'all go ahead and follow her at. Uh, Jules, that is J U L S underscore five five. You know yeah, I mean? and thank so. thank you for the follow. And um, if you want a chance to be uh, on the next uh, end of the podcast, uh, shout out, uh, go follow us on Instagram. Yo, but you already know, follow the boys. You already know the vibe. Mm-hmm. So thanks for watching the Did I Shutter podcast. I'm Friend and I'm Flo, and we'll see you next time on the Did I Shutter podcast. Yeah, and that was pretty good.